Yeah. How many drivers, moms, does your mom have? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. HCW0, bro. <laughs> Why HTW0? Because it's H2O. Or it could be HTO0. HTO. <laughs> or T. Uh. Oh, wait, hang on. H. T zero O so it'd be H two O No it'd be H to zero <laughs> You liar or H P sign zero H two zero It spells H two O which is Wooter Okay you fucking cabbage. Cabbage. I don't know why, but like Australians always say like cabbage is an insult. Like to people, I call them ham sandwiches, but <laughs> Australians are like, you fucking cabbage. You fucking cabbage. Uh, I'm gonna start saying that. There you go. But I'm gonna say it in a really American way be like, you fucking cabbage. <laughs> You fucking cabbage. Don't you just call him Cole Custer and then it's equally as bad. Uh, that's a NASCAR Cup Series winner. Uh, learn some respect. At least he doesn't cry after he gets second place. Mm. <laughs> when was the last time he had a second place? To be honest, I don't even know if he's ever had a second place. Yeah, he hasn't. At least not that I know of. Hold on. Well, it's got to be part of his four he's top had, tens in his career. He's had two top fives in his career. So, the one win, as in, where was his other? Hang on. Don't That's tell what I'm me. trying to figure don't out. Don't tell me. Let me get, Let me see if I can guess. It's going to be his rookie year. Is it his rookie year? 2020. Which was his rookie year. Uh, technically, yeah. First full-time season. Yeah, first full-time. There you go. That's it. Where where would Cole Custer get his second top five? Uh, I want to say a weird track. I want to say Kansas. His best finish is second. Um, you said Kansas. Yeah. Well, I see Indy. Yeah, that's it. So it's just Indy. Brickyard 400. He got the yeah. top five. Yeah. Oh, that wait, I remember that. You know, it's really funny. What? Bubba beat him that race in a fucking Richard Petty car. <laughs> Oof. I'm pretty sure. I think Bubba got third in that race. I think it was kind of a weird race. Hang on. Um, let me see. Boop boop. 2020 Indy. Uh, never mind. Cole Custer beat him. He yeah. Got, he got ninth. Sorry. Eric Amarola beat Cole Custer, though. 
as well as Kevin Harvick. Where's their last car at, though? Oh, 16th. Mr. Clint Boyer. Oh, this was the race Matt Kenseth always almost won. Yeah. Shout out to Alex Bowman in 30th. Good job. Uh, two, two, two. Who else scored? Michael McDowell got a 7th. What fucking... This one is a weird race. Fucking McDowell getting P7s. Fucking Ross got 17th in the 77 car. What is this race? Do I have to watch it back? I don't remember. Don Hunter Nemechek in the 38th, 15th oh, place. Alright, is that Quinn Howe's best fucking finish ever? 23rd? Are we gonna have to check? Oh, this is when... This is the race Denny was dominating. And then, like, ten laps to go, he blows it right front. Yeah. Wait, uh, is it really? I remember this race. Yes, I do. Oh, my. So, okay. Guess what Quinn's highest finish is in the year? 18th, 2021. 13th, 2020. Wow. Can you guess the track now? Definitely like Talladega. Spot on. (laughs) I was like, I don't, I don't remember Daytona, but I'm like, I feel like a Talladega. Yeah. Would definitely. And then his second highest was Talladega the next year, nineteenth position. Wow, I almost got his second one completely right. Yeah, that you did. All right, we wasted enough time talking about some trash drivers. Now let's get into the real Jesus. stuff. Spent six minutes talking about the 2020 fucking Indy, the last Brickyard. Shout yep. out to... Oh, this is Jimmy COVID race too. Man, this was... This was quite a weird race. Dang. <laughs> this was Jimmy's COVID fucking race. Oh, that's right, because wasn't Allgaier filling in... Yeah, and he crashed on pit road. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, uh, this is some pain. Jimmy was still in the top fifteen, and well, Jimmy was fifteenth in points after this race. He was still up there. That's some pain. Man, shout out to Matt Benedetto, twelfth in points after this race, but. Almost got booted out the playoffs. Yeah, DiBenedetto came in like 19th. Tough. What happened after this race? Did he just go on a really bad run? Hang on. Oh, he got wait. He got third in the... Oh, wow. He got... That's so random. Uh Uh-oh. Cole Custer got his fucking two top fives within a race of each other. Yep. Yep, he did. That's so weird. That's random as hell. So who's had more consistent finishes now? So now we talk about Nikita Mazda. Sorry. Uh, well, he's a goat driver. What are you talking about? No, that's Nicholas Latifi. No, that's slow Latifi. No, that's goat Latifi. No, slow Latifi. <laughs> it's gonna be. Couch TV after Ricardo gets his seat. 
Oof. Right. I don't know if you'd want to go to Williams, but yeah. Will you have any options? Sure. Retirement. Oh. <laughs> it's better. <laughs> no. Come on. Just show how fast that Williams car is. You can fight for two points, him and Albon. Oh, on, yeah. some, on some tire strategy. Yeah. There you go. Alright, well, we wasted enough time to talk about not the race, so now we're going to talk about the race. Indeed. So, it happened on Sunday. It happened. A yep. race occurred. Also, Vane. Also, Kimmy. Also, other people. Also, Chase Elliott getting his feelings hurt. Yeah. All right, Watkins Glen. So, as we said, started with a rain delay. Um, you know, we can race in rain now with the rain tires and such, but we don't want a COVID. Oh, COVID. We don't want a Coda uh, incident again, where cars were literally piling into each other. So, they had to take some of the puddles off, and we had a, we were also in a lightning strike uh, warning. I think twice or three times, so we had to wait at least an hour. For all this stuff, uh, me and Brian can tell you from first hand how annoying the lightning strike warning is. Oh, and yeah. It is for safety, so glad they do that. Now, we started off in the rain, so everyone had to put on rain tires and stuff. So we started the race. Um, it was pretty wet. Like, there wasn't, like, a lot of puddling, but there are still some. Cindric uh, in the turn one on the second lap. Slides in the Almondinger and completely like wipes him out. Nothing really Cinder could do. I mean, it was wet conditions, you can't really stop. Slide in the tire, boom, yeah. just uh, booped him out the way. And then track started drying up really fast, but in the beginning in the rain, uh, front row motorsports Michael McDowell actually took the lead. Um, they qualified third, so they did have pace. Um, but especially in the rain, the 34 was up front by a lot. And then around lap 9-ish is when the strategy changed. Like, the track really started drying out. It became a dry track most of the way, like, after that first stage. Uh, around lap 9, teams started switching the slicks. Uh, that's when the first team started. And then, like, their current laps, 10, 11, 12, they went to slick tires. And stage 1... Uh, Chase Briscoe won. And we saw real, like a lot of good racing. Him and McDowell had some good battles. Uh, the midfield battles were pretty fun too. Watching Chase get back up there as well was pretty fun. So, kind of cool to see the different strategies and stuff. But again, as you say with stage racing, I wish it would just be like the stages and like not a caution. Because I kind of see, I want to see how that like uh, strategy would go on the stages but really exciting I think, wasn't briscoe the first one to pit for slicks yeah he was okay okay yeah he was the first one on lap nine so that's how we got all the positions out there stuff like that so yeah, it was good strategy gave him the stage one yeah 
So I got the all-important stage points as he's already locked in the playoffs, so he's just trying to add on to those stage points. Yeah. And then uh, the teams went down. Some teams went down to pitted. Some teams stayed out. Kimmy was one of them. Uh, Kimmy was P8 at this time. But uh, Todd Gillen, the other front row motorsports car, was leading. And uh, he actually kept it out there for a couple laps until... Unfortunately, an axle broke. Um, don't know really the cause of it. Just axle ended up breaking. But, I mean, he's put some laps down. He's uh, pretty impressive. Seeing him on old tires like that, keeping the front. I mean, it it is easier on road courses, but still pretty impressive for front row to have that kind of pace, especially with McDowell staying up there all day. Um, and then in the middle of the stage... Uh, Rockefeller, the 77, the other, another foreigner who come join NASCAR this weekend. We had, in NASCAR, we were represented by seven different countries, um, so most in the Cup Series race, so that's pretty cool, and then, but Rockefeller got into Reddick in the bus stop, spun him around, so kind of fucked up Reddick's day, well, Reddick stage two. Any uh, hope of getting points? He didn't get there. And stage two, Logano won, uh, di- doing some differing strategy, getting that all-important stage win, so he can add to his playoff point total. And then start of stage two, um, Ross and Austin Dillon were fighting in the bus stop. The one got into the three car. Three car spins in the grass. One car spins around. Everyone, it's a stack up. Everyone's trying to avoid it. Uh, Kimmy gets into the tire of a guy in front, and it shoots him left into the barriers. So Kimmy's day was done early after that. Unfortunate for both me and Brian because that was our picks this week, just for fun. But yeah, pain for all Kimmy fans out there. I'm a Kimmy fan. <laughs> and then. In the bus stop, Ross again. Uh, Ross, well, it wasn't really Ross. Like, didn't bump into Briscoe or anything. They just both equally spun in the bus stop. So, another incident involving the one on track. And then, randomly after turn one, Kyle Busch spun. Uh, got onto the curves a bit. Uh, changed the balance of the car. And he just turned around and lost it and hit the inside wall. So that was weird to see from Kyle. Uh, unfortunately, kind of ruined his day there. Hit the walls hard. And changed tires and stuff like that. I think he was a lap down for next couple cautions. And then Joey Hand was having a stellar day in the 15 car. Um, was looking for a nice top 15 finish. And ended up in the barriers. So that's unfortunate for Joey Hand. Ended his day. And then with eight to go, the 27, Larice Husbands, got stuck in the sand barrier. Well, in the sand. Um, once a car gets parked there, you really can't get out. So then they had to get the tow truck, tow them out, and obviously a caution. Stacked us up for five to go at the restart. Uh, Chase took the outside, so he's going most wide into the first turn with Kyle Larson behind him. I think it was mostly he chose. A different lane because he didn't want to get punted 
by either AJ or the 34. Um, so he ran a little wide. Well, he ran the, he went wide, like, in the turn. He didn't choose the inside lane, he went to the outside. And Kyle Larson, uh, used him up a bit. Rubbed him, and, uh, drove away and won it. Chase ended up finishing fourth, I believe. So, what well, was a potential Chase Elliott day, because him and Kyle were the fastest cars on the dry track. I mean, there's no contest. The 34 had a little bit of something when it was raining, but once that dry set in, I mean, it was either going to be Chase or the 5 car. So, one of the best cars ended up winning. Uh, he had to ruffle a little feather with Chase Elliott, unfortunately. And, uh, but he got the win, so gonna help his playoff like playoff points and stuff like that really important as in the stage I mean Chase Elliott's our regular season points leader so he's gonna get plus 15 but you know he wants to add on to that so he's good to add on but Kyle just uh used him up a bit as a teammate so I want to get your opinion on how do you think Kyle's move was do you rate that fair or is it like foul or is it it's kind of a racing deal, like, no, not really I, anything to look into. When I first looked at it, I thought that it was wrong. I thought that it was just, I mean, I thought that it was just him being a little dirty and trying to get this win. I went back and watched it again. I noticed that he kind of, I mean, he kind of locked up. So it's more of a racing incident than anything. It's very unfortunate that it was his teammate. Um, I don't think he meant to do it on purpose. I, I genuinely think that it was just he was trying to outbreak everybody into the corner, locks it up, uses everybody up. Um, I mean, if it really came down to it and Chase was on the inside, I have a feeling that that could have happened to him as well. So um, I wouldn't be too hard on him for it personally. Yes, I, I feel awful for Chase Elliott because... He could have won that, but at the same time, it happens. I mean, uh, I mean, I get the frustration from Chase. If this was just a yeah. one-time deal, like I could see it not being a totally big deal. But if you remember back at Auto Club, I do Kyle Larson's only other win of the season. Yeah, he uh, he also put a block on Chase, put him in the wall took him out yes. of that race that was more egregious obviously but i mean if i'm chase elliott this is twice now kind of like he ruined chance at a win so yeah. i get his frustration i think it was just a one-off it would not be as big a deal but this is of course the second time now with them so i mean it'd be kind of interesting i don't think chase is gonna like just outwardly just wreck kyle or even oh, yeah. bump him, to be honest, in the playoffs. But I just think that... If it comes down to a push, that, that Kyle needs a push, I, who knows? It might not happen. I just think... <laughs> um, I think in the playoffs, he'll get run like maybe a little harder than maybe Chase mm -hmm. would race a teammate. I think that would be mostly it. Yeah. Or maybe a little bump, you know? Maybe a little bump and run. Yeah. Not anything egregious, but something you probably just wouldn't do to like a regular teammate. Hey, he might even do what he did to Kevin Harvick last year and scare him a little bit extra. 
Yeah, just in, in, never know. intimidate him. Make him yeah. run turn one. The Tums <laughs> heartburn first turn. So, I think we're just going to gauge the situation, see how they race each other. Uh, yeah. Kind of interesting. I'm it's sure... definitely not right, especially if you listen to the radioactive and you hear um, in Kyle Larson's ear is literally the only person that might race you hard here is the 34 because this is his his make or break essentially for the season mm-hmm. so yeah I, I, th- I do at some point think that there was no reason that you would have had to outbreak Chase there could have raced him a little a little bit throughout the lap and if you lose you lose if you win you win but I guess it's it comes down to one we see if Har- if uh, Hendrix says anything which I doubt he will Oh no! And, they they already had their meeting and whatever. Yeah. Whatever was said, I'm sure it was just like, yeah, sure. But I would. I'm not going to be shocked if Chase keeps it in the back of his mind and maybe Larson does something or he feels like he needs to race him hard. Like I think he's definitely going to be like, okay, like this. It guy, could come down to the final four. It could be. I mean. Every every person for themselves. Well, I mean, Final Four. If there's two cars, ideally, you would just want to make sure that uh, your team gets the championship. But of course, you want to get it personally. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure they had their milk and cookies fucking meeting from Hendrick and Gordon, and everything that was said was all nicey nice and stuff like that. But I this is definitely gonna be in the back of Chase's mind in case Kyle does something or maybe Chase needs a point and Kyle Larson's ahead of him. He's going to be like, oh, you know, huh, remember those last two times, Kyle? Yeah. Give oh, him yeah. a little bump, maybe a little rub. Nothing like, not like Joey Logano to William Byron, but, you know, it's maybe a little rub. But, now I gotta rate the race. Um, I think we're fairly positive on this race, especially early on, like the racing stage one. The racing was incredible. Like, uh, I immediately texted Brian. It's like this, probably the best stage one of the season. Stage two and three, pretty good still. And plus, we got, I mean, we got a final restart with five to go, with people having the win like up there. Like, what more could you want? Like, it's awesome. Um, and yeah, we. We had a great race. Uh, I'm going to rate it pretty highly. I'm going to rate it a nice... Uh, Kyle and... Ch- well, Chase and Kyle. I'm going to rate it a 95. That race was really good. Um, some different strategies. Some rain. You had the international drivers coming in. You had all this hype around the like race. Like, oh my god, is there going to be a new winner? The drama between Truex and Blaney, which they're both kind of non-factors in it, which is kind of weird, uh, especially Truex being so slow on the road courses this year. Um, and yeah, we had we had some spins. We had, I mean, we had a couple in the barriers, so we had a couple crashes. We had late race restarts. Like, what more could you ask from a Watkins Glen race, a racetrack made for stock cars to race on the road? Just my favorite road course on the schedule. Delivers again as it has time and time again. And 
yeah, that was just a really positive race, a really good race. Some awesome action, a little bit of potential playoff drama, and uh, yeah, it was a great race. So I'm gonna rate it nice 95. I think one of our highest rated races of the season. Yeah, so when you said I was going to rate this pretty high, I was like, okay, well, <laughs> if he doesn't go above 90, I'm going to I'm going to have to say something <laughs> because that yeah, that was an absolutely amazing race. Um and you hit it bang on. That was exactly my rating too, 95. Mm. Christopher Bell's old number. Yeah. Chase Elliott plus Kyle Larson like you said. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, 95, exactly dead on what I wanted. Um, top three race of the year, I would agree with that. I would 100% agree with that. Um, it, it lived up to Kansas, it lived up to, to Charlotte. So, being that close, I'm happy. <laughs> uh, parody during the race, some, some strats coming out. We had a lot of international drivers. And Kimi Raikkonen, just being able to see him back into a, a race car again after he retired from Formula One was... That that hit me in the heart a little bit. <laughs> it really did. Um, but yeah, 95. Yeah, so I like it. Really solid race. Just awesome. Definitely deserving. Now, uh, now we go with Daytona. Um. Yeah. Just. Oh man. Four hundred. It's the Coke Zero Four Hundred or Coke Zero Sugar Four Hundred. Sorry. Still Pepsi Four Hundred to some fans. Yeah. Big pain. But um, before we get into Daytona, (laughs) we gotta talk about some potential with uh, the. Oh yes. The Denny Hamlin. And Kurt Busch kind of deal. So elephant in the room. <laughs> so Kurt Busch has officially declared that he's gonna be out the like the first. Well, he's gonna be out Watkins Glen and Daytona. He said that last week. Um, so he's officially locked in the playoffs. Okay. So he's he's officially in. If someone else wins, he's totally fine. He will be 16th man on the grid unless it's someone really low in points, like a. Kozlowski, um, Justin Haley, some Almirol, like someone like that, like all the way down to twenty fifth in points. So, um, he still hasn't got a medical waiver yet. So we're still kind of waiting. We're not sure what's going to happen with Kurt. Is he going to make Darlington? It's just everyone's kind of like, eh, we're not sure. So we're kind of talking about the potential. What if Kurt Busch gives up? his waiver and let's say we have a repeat winner like who's gonna super speedways that's already got a win Byron yeah okay good one alright let's say Byron wins another repeat winner do 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 and Kurt's like you know what I'm not gonna make the rest of the season you know I'm gonna get my mind right I'm gonna shoot for 2023 which would suck but he's putting his health first or maybe the doctor said, Kurt, you need a lot more time healing. It's not going to be worth it. You're going to miss the first round of the playoffs. Just stay out the rest of the year. Whatever happens. 
now does he forego his medical waiver to help the 19 car out because let's say you know we had the repeat winner then Blaney would be in on points or Truex or somebody well even if Blaney wins then it I mean you would have uh, Kurt going out and Truex would still make it on mm. points true so you could have Blaney or a repeat winner very true which also I want to say I think if Kurt Busch puts in that that waiver I think that almost guarantees that Ty Gibbs is going to be coming into the cup next year if it hasn't been confirmed already. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty much almost confirmed, and he's going to be the yeah. 18 car, looking like that more and more each day. I mean, he's he's had very good finishes mm-hmm. since he's been in this car, with no practice, with hardly hardly anything, right? And then you're giving him the rest of the year to basically get his strings together, you know? Right. And get ready to drive a cup car next year so yeah (laughs) but it's just essentially um so i would usually say maybe these guys maybe wait a year like on the like cup side we're like all right we're gonna wait a year get them extra year at xfinity but this car is so drastically different this next year I think he has to go up now. He's shown he's ready. He's got a top yeah. 10 finish. And he's been pretty solid in the races he's been able to. Uh, Richmond, unfortunately, had an engine issue. Um, where did he even finish in Watkins Glen? I don't remember. I think it was, kind it of- was 26th. But um, Toyota's not very good at road courses anyway. Yeah, so. I mean. Pretty much all the races he's been in solid. So I think I'd rather, if I was Joe Gibbs, I'd rather have Ty in the like next-gen car next year instead of like wait a year in Xfinity and mature or whatever. I'd rather yeah. have him have the rookie struggles now, like next year, so he can get time with the car. Because then if he's down in Xfinity... I mean, is that really going to help him with Cup? No, because the cars are so drastically different. I think he needs time now. And, I mean, best time to do it, really, with Kyle Busch leaving. You're not going to have to pay that big salary. Um, Ty comes in at a much cheaper rate. Very talented. Of course, Kyle Busch, I would rather have, if you told me right now, who would you rather have for next season? Kyle Busch or... Ty Gibbs, and there's no money involved, I'd probably take Kyle still. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... But with him being a cheaper option, plus you can get him in TRD, so... Yeah, there's a... Well, it's a lot of money, and plus you don't have a sponsor really stepping up. I mean, yeah. unless one of their partners should end up like, I don't know, like a Toyota sponsor or something. Or yeah, like, you need a big-time sponsor. Like a black and decker is like, hey, we're gonna double our money or whatever, and then they can finally pay yeah. Kyle. But looking uh, more than likely each day that it's not gonna be the 18 car. I think you should put Ty Gibbs in there, get him developed, get him in that seat as soon as possible since the cup and Xfinity cars are drastically different now, and get him, get him that seat time, yeah. But with the Kurt 
medical waiver, it kind of puts a, like, I don't know if they could do it now, though. Like, I think they should, if Kurt is out for the playoffs, I think they should make an announcement before Daytona. Because really, if you're true, actually, like, all right, I have to win. Like, full-on right. win. And, uh, like, if you're already like, oh, I'm going to be in, maybe I don't need to win. Like, I can just go points racing or whatever. Like, get some stage points or whatever. Playoff points, you know, build up. But Trexigan's race is totally different if he's thinking, like, oh, Kurt's going to come back for the playoffs. I'm not going to have a waiver. I have to win. Or gain 26 points on Brian Blaney. Unless Blaney has a really terrible night, it's super speedway. I mean, anything can happen. But Blaney with these super speedway tracks, usually up front uh, on these kind of tracks. Trex is not so good. No super speedway wins. So you can't really hold that to that. But, I mean, if you're Truex, you're going in this kind of thing and you have to win. And if Kurtz doesn't tell you that he's going to waive his medical waiver or he does it later, then maybe you might screw yourself out of the playoffs, you know? But yeah, I don't know. It's a tough call for Hamlin and Kurt, and because I mean, I bet Toyota's trying to ask him, like, does Denny help out his team owner, or does he kind of think as his own team owner? Like, I don't know. It's a tough call. So we'll see. We'll see what happens before Daytona. Uh, we got till Saturday. It's only Wednesday now, so. We'll see what happens, but we gotta make picks for this Indeed. crazy ass race. That's gonna be wild. Uh, it's gonna be pretty insane because we have everyone pretty much in a must win. <laughs> um, this is the type of shit NASCAR has been wanting. Literally, like fifteen winners and one on points so far, and uh, yeah. everyone in a must win for Daytona. So this is gonna be freaking wild, especially that. Especially the last stage, it's gonna get really dicey, and uh, I'm gonna assume a lot of big wrecks, a lot of big smash-ups. Um, me and Brian are gonna be watching live together, so that will be fun. Yes, it will. We'll get our live reaction to it. Start screaming and <laughs> get you kicked out. <laughs> screw the neighbors. Uh, I already <laughs> scream enough. They're fine with it. They're like, there you oh, go. They're like this guy, screamer. Uh, I scream when I scream when I get an orange cream bar, and uh, I when touch you're it. Taking touch, a shower. No, I touch it with my tongue, and it's a little too cold. I'm like, ooh, but I scream really loud. I don't want to scream right now. Ooh, that's how I scream. <laughs> but uh, okay, yeah. But uh, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be fucking nuts. I think maybe stage one or two, it's gonna be as calm as you can be at Daytona without being a fucking train, I think. I think it's gonna, I mean, it's gonna be side-by-side racing, but it's not gonna be, like, super super wild. I mean, I don't know. Fucking NASCAR drivers are weird. So I wouldn't be shocked if they're just like, oh! And freaking go, like, full bore on lap 15. But hey, no, I'm not in the car. But, um, I think that stage three, it's going to be must-see TV. It's going to be wild. 
Um, maybe we're going to do first time winner. And me and Brian are both picking new winners to kick Blaney out of the playoffs. So I'm going to take yep. Brad Keselowski to win. Um, I think he's going to be a wrecking ball and he's just going to drive through people. And, uh, he's going to, he's going to find his way to the front and win the freaking race and be in the playoffs. So I'm yeah, taking, he's going to have zero patience. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. So I'm going to take Brad. Uh, and then my, my dark horse is going to be David Reagan. Cause he usually runs good in these kind of things. He is on the entry list and, uh, I'm going to take David Reagan for my dark horse. Nice. Yeah, first-time winner, well, this year. Um, who I definitely want in is Bubba Wallace. Booba? I want to see Booba. Yeah, I want to see him do well, and I want to see him in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dark Horse, I went with another potential driver who could make it in. I wanted to do Michael McDowell instead of this driver because McDowell's had a pretty good run this year. Mm-hmm. And anything's possible at a super speedway. So um, I went with Eric Jones as my dark horse. Oh. Because I, th- I think he could take his uh, his petty GMS machine up there. The Pegum machine? The Pegum machine. Pegum. <laughs> Pegum boy. Oh. Yeah. It's going to be a very, very interesting race because there's a lot of drivers that are going to want to get into the playoffs who have a shot. And I have a feeling that we're going to have a lot of big wrecks. And it's just going to be whoever avoids them the best is going to win. For sure. Watch it be Cole Custer. Mark my words, watch it be Cole Custer. Could be. Could <laughs> definitely be. But uh thank you guys for listening to another episode. Brian, thank you for coming along another one. And uh I will Trend. see you personally Saturday. And yeah. we will talk to you guys next week. Take care. Later.